Is it all right? Have I got it switched on? <laughs> That's good. Um, yeah, man. Should we just roll into it? Yeah, I think we should. Do you want to introduce? Ah, do you know what? I can't even remember. We must be on episode five. Do you know what I think as well about that? Which yeah. Is it's because Phil and I never plan anything. Not a thing, really. Like, we like to keep it quite organic. But we haven't talked about this, but I think maybe the whole series of episodes let's just drop it let's just carry on yeah I, I think yeah i think you're absolutely right i think we should just carry on and let it number itself really it yeah we're gonna call this 21st century problems that's yeah the, um, that's the name of this show the inability to count <laughs> yeah and basically we're too lazy to count which episodes we do but um but yeah how's it going man it's going really well really really well um my uh, my little one's not very well at the moment because he's had his second COVID jab, um, but yeah, apart from that, it's all it's all good. Bless him. Life's life's going all right for for Phil. What do you think? I mean, the COVID jabs for little ones. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I I can see the benefit of it if certainly if they're hanging around, kind of grandparents and and parents and. You know, I know there have been certain changes in jobs and and things like that, and you the testing's changed and all the other bits. But you know, I think if you've got little ones that are around grandparents who are of an age, even if they've been triple vaccinated and everything else, or had it as well, there's still a risk. You know, it, it would be awful, wouldn't it, if you yeah. if you were responsible for giving them death. Yeah, I mean, ultimately, <laughs> ultimately you know, yeah. I was kind of pussyfooting <laughs> around it, but you did. Scared <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Have you noticed like an increase? I don't know. I feel like I've noticed an increase in um, people um, wearing masks more. Yeah, I mean, my mum and my dad to, to a slightly lesser degree, but my mum's still into it. And she's like, I feel like I shouldn't be wearing it, but I want to wear it. And I was like, well, wear it then. You know, just, it's fine, keep wearing it. So she does, and she's kind of, she doesn't judge anyone else for not wearing theirs or for wearing theirs, but she's just like, I want to wear it, so I'm going to wear it. I think it's all right, isn't it? I think I, I, at one stage I was a bit like, oh my God, we've got to get out of this, and like, come on, you guys who are wearing the masks are like holding us back. But now I'm very much like, do what you got to do, man. Absolutely. In it, yeah. I mean, I just think like do what makes you feel safe. And I go to Sainsbury's and I look at people, and I do. Y- it's difficult not to judge, isn't it? Because you look at people with like kids and stuff, like possibly ourselves, and you think, I'm amazed you're wearing a mask because I don't know. I don't know how you've got <laughs> the time yep. to remember. Like when I'm going to Sainsbury's, I've got to remember a list. I've got to yep. remember bags. I've got to remember money. I've got to remember the children. Yeah. You know, these are things that are um, fundamental, and like the mask just gets forgotten yeah so fair play to those guys absolutely even in the height of it that's why i took to wearing kind of like the the snood type mask because i could always put it on my wrist yes and and it was just like a gentle reminder Um, i like that but you can't be wearing that in say um, spain or france because they essentially as i found when i got to spanish uh passport control and i was wearing a snoody type mask they were like that's not a mask i was like yeah I mean, I don't know. We could, how technically would it be about this? But um, it does cover my mouth now. Like you can't enter the country with that. And I was like, 
Right, and then um, some nice girl gave me one. Yeah, <laughs> it was good. Otherwise, yeah. I probably would have been kicked out. But um, but yeah, man, it's a funny old thing. And uh, abroad, they're like so much more. Yeah, so everywhere you got to wear masks and stuff. Yeah. And uh, so part of me is kind of a bit like you know, fair play to Boris because he catches a lot of shit, doesn't he? You know about being you know the kind of guy he is. But like he is trying, I think, to be progressive and forward thinking. I mean. Don't worry about the deaths of all the people from COVID, but he is trying to get us out of this thing, isn't he? Yeah, I yeah. Way, I, mean, I mean, I mean, we've gone political, and that's not really where we go. But we it, edit I, it out. I, yeah, to be fair, I don't think I, I'm not. I'm not pro. I'm not anti Boris. I'm just. I sit completely on the fence um, because I don't think there's any politician that would have done it better, whether it was another Tory leader. Or member of parliament, or the Labour people. I don't think anyone would. You, you get advised, and mm. you do what your advisors are telling you to do, and that comes from who or whatever the the kind of zeitgeist is at the yeah. time, isn't it? Yeah, and, and, and you do it. I, 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 yeah, yeah, it's hard. Yeah, like I say, you don't get dragged into politics. I think you can't win, can you? But no. um, he's certainly. We are certainly more advanced in our. Um, attitude to covid and masks and stuff than the continent is and yeah maybe that's supposed to be more vaccinated and, and that sort of stuff i don't know i mean he was so quick at doing all of that sort of stuff well no the government were really quick at doing that sort of stuff so yeah, yeah. so it is what it is anyway man let's yes. not let's not drag uh, ourselves down on the political path we've um what you know there's been all sorts going on this week one of the things we were going to talk about briefly was the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Yeah. <laughs> <Go on. laughs> no, this is brilliant. No, I, I'm laughing. I knew we we pre we don't plan much, but we no. did know we were going to talk about this. We had um, a pre podcast pint, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, and and I was just uh, every time I go on TikTok now, I kind of or or Instagram reels, and you just kind of getting through them. And you get like the odd funnies, and, and then you get like Johnny Depp ponytailed up, or Amber Heard sitting in the corner on a TV yeah. screen or whatever. And and it's I just I can't some of the questions are just they're mind blowing. Go on, I, give me I, some examples. So okay, so <laughs> this guy was reading out newspaper headlines. The lawyer, solicitor, barrister, whatever he was, was reading out newspaper headlines over the last ten, fifteen, five years, whatever it was. And asking Johnny Depp, he wasn't asking if the headline was real. He was asking him if he'd read the headline properly. Johnny Depp's um, soiled his career with this drinking outburst. Or, Did I read that right, Mr. Depp? And he's like, yeah, you read it right. <laughs> and I was just like, where, where are you going with this? You can't, you know, it's all sort of, it's, it, it is quite laughable, really. There are, you know, and, and there's a load of Johnny Depp fans out there that have picked up on certain bits. And I know that Amber Heard was called out for, do you think you're, um, you're sizably bigger than Amber Heard physically, you know, and be able to, and he turned around and he was like, no. <laughs> and there's, and people have picked up her response to that, you know, it's kind of. Oh, well, she's not, not impressed. Yeah, because obviously he said that she's not that much smaller and, and that's kind of, you know. But it is it is quite, uh, and I don't, I haven't followed, if I'm honest, I haven't followed it. I don't really know. I know one's suing the other and the other's suing the other and 
and I don't know if Amber Heard's to blame, and I don't know if Johnny Depp's to blame, and I don't know what kind of outcome. It's all it's all financial. I think one's hundred million, one's yeah. fifty million, and 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 I get that, and there's defamation of character and this, that, and the other. But if they've got fifty million or a hundred million to give the other, you and I. I mean, seriously, yeah. if you were offered one million, you'd go, yeah, right, I'll take it. Thanks yeah, very much. Course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, en- tax, end yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. I mean, I'm quite invested in it because um, I, um, and again, you know, like I think it's getting deep, but like, you know, I, I feel a little bit for Johnny Depp because I feel that I was accused of things that were not true in my marriage, my previous marriage, and that has had a long-lasting effect on me because what happens in that situation is if you are... And I think, to be fair, mate, I don't know how much you're talking yeah, about, yeah, you yeah. probably had a similar experience yep. where, you know, someone after an event can say, you were this, you were that. Let's just talk hypothetically, right? This husband was abusive and um, violent and whatever. And, you, you know, I think when you hear that, you it lives with you and you sort of go oh god maybe i <laughs> maybe i am that guy maybe i am and then so it, it affects every move you make with the new partner with your children and so on because it's constantly in your head that maybe you know you don't think if you're i mean i i, I don't feel that i'm an abusive partner um but i've been told by an ex-partner that i am which means that then I worry that I'm that person and so it's always in my head and I can't move like I'm sort of stuck and frozen thinking that oh god if I get slightly cross because someone's taken a massive bite out of a cheese or (laughs) whatever and I go guys come on you know and does that make me abuse do do you see what I mean yeah yeah. that is kind of his point so his point is he has been told and it's been all over the media that he's this abuser and he's kind of like well I've lost work over that and now I've got to live with that and that's kind of the issue do you know what I mean yep uh 100% yeah I'm sitting here nodding not that anyone listening to this uh, would see but yeah it's absolutely that isn't it you know it's that sort of um yeah i think relationships are kind of um i think if relationships end um not amicably which uh, from my experience very few do yeah they very rarely go actually i've had enough of you and you've had enough of me let's just call it a day yeah that doesn't really happen so if you don't end amicably there is always acrimony there is always a little bit of bad blood and so on so from my my attitude is that to then turn around and go it's all you and you are the catalyst for this and you are the instigator for this and also in a breakdown of a marriage when i got divorced you have to blame someone so my ex-wife said to me well it's much quicker if you just accept the blame and i went okay (laughs) that's fine yeah and like um all this stuff was written about me and i just signed off on it and all that but now you don't actually have to accept the blame. I think you can have a blameless marriage, which is something that I want to look into and sort of see if I can change it historically. But, you know, cut a long story short, I mean, I think really um, my experience is it it always takes two to tango. And that's not always the case. And we don't know every single situation. And there might be really abusive men or really abusive women, and you might get into a relationship with those people, and that's horrendous. And if that does happen, you must seek help. But... If you've been married to someone for eight years and had kid with kids with them or whatever, 
I I don't know. I just I just feel like uh, uh, there is there is more than one side. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean the thing the only thing that really kind of makes me question anything is that there's so much voice recording, video recording of things that you think you're going to trip somebody up, you know, you said this and you did this and 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 I've only seen so I, I I'm not as I'm sure every listener is aware, part of the the jury and everything else. I only get really? the little drip <laughs> streams that come yeah. through. Um, but yeah, it does seem that there's a lot of sort of, is this you slamming a cupboard door drunk? <laughs> yeah. But, you know, in a courtroom, you can really only answer yes or no. Really, what he wants to say is, yeah, it was me. But show me a man or a woman in the world who hasn't slammed a door yeah. in anger who's been slightly drunk because something crap's happened to them in the day. Yeah, yeah. Because we've all done it. And it might not be a cupboard door, it might be a back door, it might be a side door, it might be a car door, it might be anything. Yeah. You know, we all have these issues and yeah. it's kind of, it's a very fine line that nobody really knows or that everybody differs mm. of what is physical abuse, what is emotional abuse, what is verbal abuse. We, you know, there, I saw this amazing comedian who was talking about a close group of mates and he was saying you know when you've got a close group of mates the banter is completely different yes racism doesn't exist no. sizeism doesn't exist sexism doesn't exist because you know you have the fat one of the group and you know you're the okay to poke yeah, it yeah. and the ginger one and 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 it doesn't matter because you can say these sorts of things because you know there's no malice in it yeah yeah, 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 yeah and yeah. and that's kind of but Outside of that, there's a very fine line of you know, is it, it, a is a slap on the back, you know right, how you yeah, doing yeah, whack yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah. and there was a big thing going around schools about nice cut G or whatever it was and you'd smack a kid around or not not the teachers <laughs> but the other kids would smack the kid yeah. around the head with it yeah. and you're kind of like it's in my day a clip around the ear or you get back to my dad's day my dad talks about one of the policemen local bobbies dragging him home by his ear yeah because <laughs> he was quite little right oik. If he's been a little <laughs> oik. yeah exactly but you know and it's, it's it's all these sorts of things so you know it's it is it is a very weird like especially it, and i know i've been talking lots and i will shush in a second That's good. but when you Opening up for and I'm not going into too much details, but kind of in the bedroom department, there's a whole different array of things that you can do that people like being done to them, and yeah. and uh, you know, yeah, yeah. and you just kind of like Jesus, you want that done? Yeah, uh, you know. But if you took it out of context, and in five years' time, when you've broken up and it's all gone horrible, and you're the bastard because you've broken up with someone, yep. that could be taken very much out of context, exactly, and look terrible. And this is my issue with things like. You know, I'm not excusing any form of abuse because I'm not down with that. And people who know me, you know me. Yeah, hundred percent. That I'm, I'm down with people being cool to one another. However, it's very easy to label Johnny Depp as an abuser because he does drink and because he's probably done a lot of drugs and because he's probably he probably can be a bit of a prick because he's very rich and he's very famous and he whatever. Yeah, that does not mean. That that is that is a one-sided story, and this is what we run with. And now he's cancelled. Do you know what I mean? It's the same with anyone. And I just, I just, yeah. That this is something. I don't know if it's uh, this new woke thing. You know, this generation of like sort of 
I don't know, being sort of so hyper oversensitive about everything. I don't know if it's that or, or just whether we just need a bit of clarity sometimes. And, you know, when two people are in a relationship that is intense and strong, you can't then suddenly pick something out of context and go, well, in the deepest part of that massive conversation we were having, you said, oh, you know, no, it doesn't. It can't work like that. In the heat it? of a conversation, in the heat of an argument, in the heat of discussion, yeah. you say things you might not necessarily mean, you know, or you do things that you might not necessarily want to do, no, because you, that's the passion that you have, isn't it? And we're I, human. Exactly, and I'm not talking about like you were just saying about the the kind of physical abuse and no, things no, like that. Yeah, yeah is, but you know, I, I I can't think of an example quick enough. Um, but I'm sure I've said stuff, oh, it, and not right, even to partners. Right, yeah. I've probably said stuff to, to maybe to you or to my parents or to my brother, and I've just said something, and I was like, oh, do you know what? Yeah. Um, and but that's not indicative of me. No, that's of that moment. That is the fact that you're human, and the fact that you might have lost your temper, or I've peed you off, or someone's peed you off, or whatever. And then you behave in a certain way, and then you know I might go, oh, okay, Phil's just done that. And then maybe a day later you'll go, oh, sorry about that, or I should have done that. Do you know what I mean? It's like yep. sometimes we have these situations where like we don't contact each other for a little bit, and I'm like, oh, what's happening about this? And you, oh, sorry, mate. But it's just that is the yep. way people are and stuff. So, you know, it's, I mean, we could talk about this all night, couldn't we? Yeah. But I mean, the whole Amber Heard thing is um, <laughs> is really interesting because what she did definitely do, Phil. She did, and I love this. I know what's coming. I'm so excited. She, so, she did do a poo she on did. Johnny Depp's pillow. I think that has been factualised in the court. Uh, um, yeah, it's, uh, I, I don't know either way, but yeah, go on. Apparently so. So, can we introduce a thing where... The new Cockney <laughs> rhyming slang for turd is Amber Heard. So, in a minute, <laughs> I need to go for an Amber. Yeah? Is yeah. that cool with you? Because, mate, I mean, you can't do... Like, I'm not saying she's guilty of anything, right? But what I am saying is she's guilty of doing a poo on her other half's pillow. Yep. That ain't right, is it? I well, mean, it's you, not. You can't get away with that. And it raises two more questions for me. Did she do it in situ? <laughs> we need to find this out, or don't we? Or do you kind of do it in the toilet and fish it out? In which case you get... I don't know. We need to know, don't we? We, we do. I mean, we <laughs> it just... What has happened there? But it is so interesting, isn't it? And I, and yeah. I, I respect Johnny Depp. Even, even, you know, okay, I don't know the facts. You, like you say, we're not on judge jury. He might be, you know, this terrible abuser, but he might not be. But what we have found out from, from him actually going, no, I'm not taking this fact that I'm this guy I'm actually going to fight this in court what we have found out is that Amber Heard did do a poo on her boyfriend's pillow Amber Heard did a turd <laughs> she did an Amber and quite frankly no matter whether she wants to be the victim or not that ain't right no that's not normal is no. it no even in a sexual kinky I mean to be fair this isn't uh, yeah whatever let's move on let's move on but I thought it was that's actually been a nice chat man I think like yeah, yeah it was good to talk yep. about that sort of stuff and um and yeah, like it's certainly um, relevant, and I think yeah, let's think about people's feelings, I guess. Yeah. In that context, right? We had another little item. What basically, structure-wise, I mean, I know we're halfway into the podcast now, but I'm going to talk yeah, about still listening. Well done. <laughs> I'll talk about structure now because that's the way we we operate. Um, we're going to talk a little bit about 
people who've had huge influences on us. Yep. All right, we're going to just choose one person for today because time is short. And then, Phil, I've got to be honest with you, we've been inundated with emails. Yep. But what I've done is I've picked three. Nice. Um, with regards to issues that local people want help with. Yep. Right, you yep. haven't heard these. Nope. I've handpicked them so that they're fresh in your mind. Yep. Um, so that's I think I'm a bit nervous. You'll be fine, <laughs> man. You should know the score. But um, well, yeah, that's basically the plan for today. You cool. cool with that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Most definitely. Said that at the beginning, but hey, hey, this is how we roll. So Phil, one person has had a huge influence. Yeah. On you in your life. Yep, absolutely. Right. Well, I was driving home, um, the other day, and uh, as I was turning into uh, one particular road my old boss um came, was driving in the opposite direction and we kind of waved and i don't think he recognized who i was um and uh he uh yeah it was it was just it was fantastic seeing him again but when i was 10 years old um i my parents used to go up to town and do all their banking and stuff on a saturday and they didn't want to go didn't like it and i was too young really to be left at home so i went off to uh to work at a greengrocers which is on the parade of shops at church road top of church road which is now i believe either a chinese or an indian takeaway and um, the greengrocers gone the florist has gone the butchers has gone the baker's gone um but there's it's been replaced with with a few different um fast food not fast food but takeaway type places um and his name is ian um and he was just amazing. He was fantastic. He was like a a very, very I mean, he, he taught me how to argue. Um and that's that's quite nice. And and it was all it wasn't more kind of argue and shout and scream and yell. It was kind of think about your point, argue your point, and even if you get to the end of the argument, it doesn't matter if you're right or wrong, you're entitled to your opinion. Um and it was brilliant and he was fantastic. Um, and he was also the person we sat there one day after the shop shut and he used to love a riddle he used to love all these sorts of things and I had this riddle which was a very very quick three blokes go into a television shop to buy a TV they've only got £10 each totaling £30 so they buy a second hand TV um, and, and off they go with their TV each paying £10 the manager of the shop comes back says to the um, assistant he says how have you done and he's like, oh, I managed to sell that old piece of toot out the back. And the manager's like, oh, how much did you get for that? And he said, oh, 30 quid. And the manager goes, it's only worth 25. Take a fiver out the till, go and find them and give them back their money. So he goes, oh, okay. So he took five pound coins out, goes running down the shop, uh, down the high street trying to find these, but he catches up with them. On his way there, he thinks to himself, I've done a lot of hard work here. I'm going to keep a couple of quid for myself and just give them, there's three of them, I'll just give them a pound each. So he gives him a pound. He goes, you paid too much for the TV. There's a pound back for you guys. They were, oh, thanks very much. Our oh, bonus TV and a pound back. Fantastic. So here's the sum. If they all got a pound back, but they paid £10, how much did they pay each? £9. Okay. And how much is in the guy's pocket? He kept £2. So it's three times nine. Plus the £2 in his pocket. Where's the missing pound? I know, and 
So yeah, <laughs> but that's the we we kind of I, I told him this riddle and yeah. and he was we, to the point he got like thirty pound coins out and put them in the and we went through the whole thing and paid them back the pounds and everything. Um, and it doesn't what so you can't do it. You, you can do it. You can't physically take nine away. There's always one of the um, columns of ten will always have one extra on. So actually, one of them paid. Nine, one paid eight, one paid eight. If that makes sense, because right, that's how you get your five. So one, so one of them would have paid ten, the other two would have paid nine, which is your twenty-eight plus the two pound. Madness, um, man. Yeah, that's and and the another quick one is how many fingers do you have? Four. No, no oh, sorry, in total, in total, eight. finger yeah, thumbs yeah. as well. Oh, uh, well, I'd say ten. Ten. Okay, now count backwards. So ten, nine, eight. Seven, six plus five is, is great for a podcast, mate. Right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Phil's put so his fingers up. So ten, nine, eight, seven, six. I count it back to six plus the five on the other hand. Five. Six and five is. is it doesn't work out. You haven't got eleven fingers, mate. You're blowing my mind. I know. Mate. I know. Like, so this is too much, man, for a Wednesday. But night, we, right? it was all those sorts of things that we kind of just used to chat about, and it was really good. So really. he was like a cool. This is Ian, yeah. Ian, he's, yeah. He's a cool kind of. Yeah, just like inspirational. I yeah. Suppose, uh, do you want the, the other bits about well, it as well? He had, when I first started working there at 10, his daughter, um, I said, uh, do you know what? I'm going to give her name because I don't suppose they, her name was Sally Ann. Um, and she was kind of, she was old enough. She was 17. She used to drive. Did you say she was old enough? Uh, no, she was older. Oh, but old enough to drive, maybe. Yeah. So there were lots of deliveries, so we used to go and deliver to the um, uh, um, couple of the different pubs and places like that around yeah. Aldington Prison, which isn't there. We used to go and do a delivery there. Oh, okay. um, and and I just had the biggest crush on her. It, you know, like a 10-year-old and the 17-year-old, and she was kind of older and beautiful. Yeah. and this, uh, Unobtainable. Unobtained, completely unobtainable. Yeah. And she probably, unless she listens to this, will have no idea. Maybe she did know. she does, man. Yeah, it'd be really embarrassing because I see her occasionally. Okay. And uh, she she had a VW Beetle and, you know, when they were customising them, put the engine out the back with the big exhaust out and things like that. And she had a guy that was helping her do it and I would go along and I'd just hold bits and hang around and and I'd just, it was was just to be close to her. She was so lovely. But yeah, it was like a proper childhood crush. How do you feel about her now, man? I uh, yeah, I do see her around, and I yeah. She, I Still mean, she same? is she's lovely, but no. Yeah, <laughs> it's moved on. It's moved on. Yeah, <laughs> I see. Okay, nice one, man. Um, Ian sounds cool. Yeah, and he was, and he, but he had a really good rapport with my parents as well. Yeah, it was like um, I worked nine to one on a Saturday morning, and my parents would come up and, and collect me. And at the time, my dad was building an extension, mm. and my parents came in. And I was just making a cup of coffee or whatever it was, and. Ian's talking to my parents, and he's like, I really love that new um, kind of, um, what are they called? You know the windmills that you, used to s- you put in the garden, they spin round? Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah well, exactly. I can't think what they're called. Oh, exactly what you mean, but yeah, yeah. But he said, uh, yeah, I like the one of those you've got in your garden, Jeff. And my dad was like, what do you mean? He said, well, you've got it up on your roof. And uh, he said, it's, it's just making this kind of leaning forward and banging with a hammer motion. What it was, my dad was building an extension out the back and putting the roof on at the time, and he drove past and saw my dad bash it. So he was just taking the mickey out of my dad, really. Right, it was just, yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and yeah, he, he used to give me a bit of advice about women, and I remember, because I was there until I was 16, and I had a girlfriend at the time called Sally, who was, I was probably about 15. Not Sally Ann. 
No, no difference, Sally. Right. Yeah, but that could be why. No, it wasn't. Two girls called Sally. Though, what are the odds? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, but you said drop me around her house after work and gave me all sorts of advice and things like this. My dad turned up one day and he's like, I hear you're giving my son advice about women. And Ian went, what? He went, oh, no, 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 no. He said, I've got a bit of a speech impediment. He then pretended that he was swimming and went, no, 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 women. Women. <laughs> <laughs> I just did the breaststroke for anyone who yeah, couldn't yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, no, good. good. Um, um, but, yeah. <laughs> but, no, he was what really character, good. character, man. Yeah, he was. And, but even now, he kind of, he wears a trilby and a cravat and he just kind of, he is... Yeah, he's such a character, and and but that parade of shops—they were all characters. The butcher was fantastic, mm. and mm. you know the baker was a laugh, and and Tim who owned the chip shop—they they all kind of got on with each other, and they had a good laugh. But he, yeah, Ian was just was such a big influence in my life, and I remember when Meg was first born, my my daughter, I took her in because I wanted him to be one of the first people that saw her, you know, oh. because it was that sort of thing. Yeah. I didn't even work there at the time, but he was still there, and I went in, and uh, and he was like, oh, can I have a hug? Can I have a cuddle? I was like, yeah, of course. Cool. So I handed her over, and he went, oh, she's beautiful. She's absolutely beautiful. He said, I'll give you one piece of advice. He said, babies are born angels, but their wings grow shorter as their legs grow longer. <laughs> <laughs> and it stuck with me for life. He just, he was all of, all about these little pearls. Yeah. Of kind of, yeah. It, well, but well, it was. It's a wisdom. He sounds um, amazing, man. Yeah. Because, you know, like, I, you know, I've, I've done bits in my life, but I ain't heard that before. Yeah. And that's <laughs> good, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, he's, um, he's not wrong. He's not wrong. I mean, not, I'm not judging your daughter, by the way. But yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, no. <laughs> it's good. It's good advice, man. I like that. I like that. Yeah. So listen, let's go on to our um, 21st century problems. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, okay. Well. One email we got, Phil, is from a lady. Um, <laughs> at, at She's on Beaver Road, actually. Okay. She's fairly apt for this yep. issue. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> she says, my bloke seems more interested playing PlayStation yeah then he is in having sex with me okay do you two beautiful bears have any advice for me on how I can re-engage my man and try and get the spark back in our relationship okay do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? I'm happy for you to go first. <laughs> <laughs> well, first thing that comes to mind is he's obviously into gaming and he likes his gaming and, and you don't want to take that away from him. But equally, you can't be starved of, of that sort of thing. So, you know, it's, it's kind of, I wonder if a bit of a, like a, maybe a Pavlov's dog type scenario um, where you could combine the two. Um, <laughs> nice. So, yeah, maybe. Cosplay vibes. Maybe, like, oh, you, no, that might be that. Do you know what? That could be really good. You know, if, if say, his favourite character, and um, uh, why on earth does Mario pop into my head? Because, uh, you know, but... That is a very interesting thing. <laughs> it, it is. I'll say that on the next podcast. Uh, I'm sure there are other ones. Oh, who's the Lara Tomb or whatever? Lara Croft, yeah. You know, if he's playing that sort of game or... Um, give me some other characters. Um, Zelda. 
I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there must be others who are... And we were out of touch, aren't we? We're, we're very out of touch. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so you might be into any of that sort of... Yeah, that sort of thing. Um, maybe. But so what's, your, what's your advice, Phil? What I are you saying to this, 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 this oh. nice young lady who we'll call, we'll call anonymous? I'd, yeah, um, I would say ask him discussion talk about it you know really sort of mm. open up that maybe over dinner or something you know and he must he must need that little escapism maybe he's mm. got a hard job maybe just needs that escapism yeah. um and you know you don't want to take it away from him but maybe you could say maybe on a monday wednesday thursday you do your computers yeah. maybe on a Tuesday and a Friday you could do something Me. else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think that's great. Um, I think that's and, and I and I'm pretty sure you know it, it's not just a case of uh, I'm sure anonymous doesn't just want a quick ten minutes in the bedroom just so you can get back to it. But you know we said last week maybe the week before go to Iceland make a bit Ooh. of a sort of date night about it watch a great movie get you know. There could be other factors. It could be, you know, children, families, yeah. you know, that sort of thing. And everyone gets really tired and it is really difficult. So kind of don't don't make a big plush dinner yeah. because it's going to make you even just get like a really oh, nice, yeah, 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 something or other. It's interesting, isn't it? I mean, Anonymous hasn't given us a great deal, deal of info. No. The family situation stuff. However, like, I think I, I echo all of your sentiments, yep. which I think is all great advice. Um, I think... A conversation needs to be had, yep. and I think we need to be honest. And I think we need to say, if you feel like in the relationship you're not getting what you need, you need to make that clear to your partner and just kind of go, you know, am I doing something wrong? Yep. Is there a problem? What can I do differently? And I imagine I might be wrong, but I imagine the response would be, no, 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 no. You know, you're great, whatever, whatever, whatever. And maybe, like you say, it will spark that kind of. Um, you know, the, the, the sort of what it is that you need, whether it's a bit more spice, whether it's, um, you know, maybe timings, you know, whatever it is. And I think, yeah. Yeah, he may that. be feeling a little kind of inadequate. Yeah. You know, it might be that maybe he's put on a little bit of weight. Maybe he is, maybe his body's changed. Maybe he's just not feeling comfortable about yeah. it. And that conversation will open up because there, there is one wonderful thing that i have noticed about women in general is that they don't really they, they love it is really in some men have this sort of oh yeah look at this look at oh look at her sort mm. of thing women by and large don't really they they kind of it's deeper it's deeper than that Agreed. it is yeah so he may have these kind of skin deep issues but she doesn't feel that so the conversation, you know, just so he can open up and go, oh, do you know what? I'm feeling like, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I put yeah. on a bit of weight. I'm feeling that I'm yeah. carrying it around here too much. Or, you know, I took a took a look. I got out of the shower the other day and, and I saw myself in the reflection. I thought, oh, Christ, not even I do that. And that's it. And Maybe once it's problem. in your head, once it's, as a man, once it's in your head, it's hard to get away from it. And the computer doesn't give him, doesn't judge him, doesn't give back really the negativity that so yeah it could just be a little conversation i think i think that's it, isn't it? i think communication is key to every relationship yeah and, and, and ultimately if he is a man he he will um in, in my experience be wanting to 
do the naughty. Yep. Yeah. So it's just a case of just finding out what the what the deal is. Yep. And what the um what the problem is. Excellent, man. That's some cool. good advice, in my opinion. Right now, I've got another issue that came up. <laughs> We're gonna have to be careful with this one. Okay. I'm having sex with the fittest man in town. Okay. But I'm bedding him behind his girlfriend's back. <sighs> okay. So we can only presume this guy plays for Ashford Town Football Club, but we, let's, right. not, let's, let's not worry about that. One minute I'm convinced he's actually in love with me, and the next that I'll never be anything more than his booty call. He is a footballer and recently had a baby with his girlfriend, so he's not getting as much attention from her. I met him on a night out through some mutual friends and was, and was taken aback by how openly interested in me he was. We have a very strong sexual attraction, Phil, and I've never felt like this about anyone else. We are both 27. My head was buzzing after I met him, but somehow I managed to get to sleep, blah, blah, blah. When I woke up, there was a dozen missed calls from him. We exchanged a few flirty messages. Essentially, I've never felt so turned on. We met up, they had sex, we hooked up a few times, and now he's spending more time at my house. There are other girls as well as me. One night after sex, he asked me to stay in bed so we could cuddle. He says the cuddles don't mean anything. It's just that he's tactile. I long for him so badly when he is not here. What shall I do? Am I going to get hurt? Yeah. That's a tricky one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Phil's put it in a nutshell for you. Yeah, I won't sugarcoat that one. You are going to get hurt. Um yeah yeah you go you go basically my advice to you on this situation is to get out of it asap uh-huh. this dude has just had a baby with his girlfriend yet he's sleeping with you and from what you know he might be sleeping with other girls that in my experience means from a bloke's perspective he's definitely sleeping with other girls yep as well as you, yet he's also got this situation of his girlfriend. I can't see how this will end well. It won't. It won't end well. And I think that ultimately, no matter how much you think you love him, you like him, the cuddles mean something, whatever, it it, it is not going to work. It is going to be difficult. And this guy... I don't want to disparage anyone, but it does seem like maybe he needs to have a little look at how he treats people and um, have a little sort of think about his commitment issues maybe yep. before getting into any serious relationships with anyone else if he breaks up with his um, girlfriend and his baby, which he probably won't because dudes like this will ultimately, from my experience, play the field and have fun and but ultimately keep the girlfriend and the baby still there yeah. as well. So, in my my humble opinion, this can only end in disaster. So get out now. Yep, absolutely. Nope. No, nobody deserves that in life. You're you're a human being. Yes, if you're enjoying it, enjoy it. Beware of the pitfalls. Beware of the issues that might come along with it. But tr- don't take it that it's gonna forever and don't think you are the center of anyone's universe if you're in that sort of relationship you've got to be prepared to walk away and not get hurt if that's what you want to do or you have to walk away 
get hurt, do your grieving, and move on. Because everyone, everyone is, you know, you might decide uh, how you want to live. Live your life is up to you. But if you want to be loved and you want to be in a relationship, that person is out there. Mm. If you want a bit of fun, that person is out there. If you want to stay on your own and be single and play <coughs> computer games, that person obviously isn't out there. You just buy a computer console just or whatever exactly and play. Um, yeah, the, the, uh, yeah, I can only see a bleak future in that. So our advice as the two bears is get out while you can and avoid um, as much drama as possible because it's only going to get worse, isn't it? Yeah. Like, if people find out your reputation's going to yep. be in trouble, it's not a cool situation, like, with the baby and stuff. And that baby needs love and it needs care. Yep. And I do need to, like, look after the kid, in my opinion. And, um, and yeah. Um, that's it, really, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, there's nothing else really to say about that. Yeah. Dude. Those are that's the extent of our emails, I think, this week. But um, it's been nice to have some, and hopefully, we'll have more in the future. Yep. Well, I've had a couple of people reach out on social media. Nice. Um, and I will. I was hoping to have it done tonight, but Quinn's obviously not very well. But I yeah. will put a link on my Instagram so people can listen straight to the, the podcast if they, you know, can't find it through Spotify or whatever. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, it's been really lovely. I've had a few people talk about. Um, the you know what we're doing, um, and I know that um Lucy put something on about um loving the references around Ashford and things like that. So I thought I might do kind of like a different generation's history nice. of cer certain areas, certain the things. I was driving along today, going, oh, I remember when that yeah. was such and such, and I remember when that was such and such. So I, I might put something up there, um. That'd be very cool, man. Yeah. I think you should do that. I think, like I say, I've still got it, you know, I still want to do, like, more musicy stuff, like, yep. individual ones as well. But obviously, we'll keep going with our um, weekly podcasts for you guys. Any issues you want us to resolve, email or, well, maybe not email, but message us and let us know. Yeah. And we will try and resolve just, your just issues. Just get a hold of us. Yeah. Just get a hold of us. Absolutely. And um, thank you, one and all, for listening. We love you all. We really do. And we will see you in the future. And thanks for interacting. It has been fantastic. I'm, we're loving it. We're loving it. We're loving it. Loving it. <laughs> right. All the best. Love you lots. Bye.